to Friday. It's the weekend. Take a deep breath. Um, today is our face-off Friday. Um, and the scenario we're going to do today is one lightly armed seven-year-old every day for 10 years. This will make sense in a minute. I'll explain all the parameters. Versus one ordinary military-aged man, um, which we will put at, let's just say, you know, in his 20s. It's military. Military aged. Not a military man. Oh. Military aged. So 20, early 20s. Dude, I thought it was a military background. I was like, heck no. <laughs> so the male will know all of the rules. Uh, by that I mean he will know that a seven-year-old is hunting him down every day for 10 years. Um, but here are the parameters. The seven-year-olds can only attack once every 24-hour period. So... You know, you have to wait your 24 hours before you can attack again. The 24-hour the period is 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So each, you know, or 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. So each uh, 6 o'clock rotation resets. Um, Wait, so say it starts on 6 a.m. Yes. On Tuesday. Yeah, and, and then 6 a.m. Wednesday. And then you have to wait a whole day? You can only attack once during that period. It can be any time during that period, uh -huh. but he has to wait until the next 6 a.m. period to attack again. So you're saying he can he can only attack once, but he can attack once every single day for 10 years? Yes. Oh, um, that changes things. Only one seven-year-old can attack at a time. You can't send multiple. Only melee weapons a seven-year-old could reasonably handle may be used. No ranged weapons or projectiles of any kind. Um, so basically think knives, daggers, small clubs, spears, that kind of thing. Um, the seven-year-olds have not been trained for this, but are given enough info to use their weapons decently for a seven-year-old. The male has access to clean water, food, and shelter, but must venture outside to tend to crops and livestock at least twice a day, if not more. The male also has access to a small workshop with limited supplies. He can fashion reasonable traps and weapons, but supplies are hard to come by. He has to scavenge for those. He might be able to go scrap searching once a month to refurbish supplies and small quantities for such things. He has enough electricity to power an alarm clock and charge batteries for a dim, crappy flashlight. Otherwise, his light comes from a kerosene lamp and stove at night. He lives isolated in a forest near the edge of an abandoned town. So that's your scenario. Dude, that changes so much. Can stuff. the can the man live for ten years without the seven year old killing him? Now, is it the same seven year old, or is it just it's different one each time? I think it's different ones. So, 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 <laughs> so if the man if the man survives, then you send another seven year old for him. Um, well, then, dude, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a, a thinker because. Uh, instinctively, you would say a seven-year-old can never pose a threat to a military-aged man. But when you think about having to be on guard 24 hours a day for 10 years, I feel like at some point you're going to have to play the psychological game too. Like The dude's going to go crazy. Um, because, I mean, a good seven-year-old strategy uh, would obviously be, you know, 3 a.m. you sneak into his camp and slice the throat. But, you know... Does he hear you? Do you? Does he have a trap set up? Things like this. So I think what, the best the thing. Death? Yeah, it's to the, it's to the I death. I mean, like if they. So the seven year old tries to go in, can the seven year old just run? You know what I'm saying? Like they like say they go to, to attack, right? And then they fail. 
like say they shoot them or something, like try to throw a dagger at them or something, they miss. And just run and then they don't die or anything or well the rule is no projectile so he can't throw his weapon he has oh. to keep it in his hand it's melee attacks only so oh. he has to get close enough to attack him with his melee weapon um Ooh, i don't know so i think the best way to do this is one side we we pick a side and then argue for that side as we go so you know come up with a scenario where you think a seven-year-old could um, win, and then I'll try to come up with a scenario in which the military age man counters that, and see if we come to a conclusion. Are you tell me how to argue my stance here. Well, I'm saying I think that's the, <laughs> I think that's the best way we're gonna figure out which one we stand because I think it's gonna be really close. No, I think the military or the, the man would win. The man would win. Yeah. See, I, I to some degree, I disagree because. Again, I think the psychological factors are going to weigh too heavily because, I mean, just imagine, I mean, when's the last time you've spent even six hours completely focused on one thing? Uh, depends. What do you mean by that? Because I, like, I can like, play video games for like 12 hours a day. And... Well, I mean, yeah, full concentration for six hours straight. No, you know. You wouldn't be doing that. Well, you're on alert for six hours straight. You're on alert, but like I feel like when it's I feel like when he starts, when it starts the time, it's gonna be really bad for him. But once he gets all his parameters situated, has really good traps and everything, I think he'll be fine. But what traps can he set? Because he has to forge for all the scraps he uses. Sure, he can find something. The worst is when he goes out and ventures beyond his own parameter because of course he's got to leave his setup like base i guess to get those supplies so that's going to be the worst but i mean that's the well, only i think the only time i think that's where he's most safe when he's no. when he's venturing he's, no. he's most safe because if even if the, the seven-year-old ambushes him then it's a one-on-one -on -one fight with a seven-year-old which i think he's going to win most of the time it's, but the seven-year-old can also put up traps can they not uh no, they have to use their melee weapon to to. The only way they can him. do it is the yeah. melee weapons. That's it. Yeah, they can't they can't poison them. They can't throw things at them. He, they can't lay traps. They have to use their melee weapon. I don't know, dude. My thing is though, the sleep because if he goes to sleep and doesn't get good rest, the next day he's gonna be tired and more tired and more tired. But I think he'll get his base up to where no one's gonna break in. The the only strategy he could play is well first and foremost you know once i don't think there's any traps he can set that would you couldn't see like wires well even even wires and stuff typically trigger something electrical and he only has enough electricity to power his alarm clock and a cheap flashlight he can do like he can do 10 I know, but a seven-year-old's small. He can get around ten. You can't wall up your entire. No, he can put wire to like, like man-made like alarms that are made out of tin and stuff and metal that he scrapped and can make noise that way. I think it depends on what supplies he has. Because if he's if he's he doesn't have any supplies and he's out on like a, a farm and it has really just wood. Yeah, he's in he's in a forest on the edge of an abandoned town. So he can go into the town and get scraps. If there are any left, it's abandoned. So eventually, sure eventually he'll run out of things to, to scrap from the town. Um, well, when it comes to... Tr when it, it depends on what kind of traps he makes. Because if he just makes like 
sound like alarm traps, like they made like loud stuff that goes off. That's not gonna ruin it. Like when it gets set off, you can just reset it. Um, only thing that's gonna ruin like that is like booby traps and stuff. Like so, when you trap, I just like you know traps a kid and they destroy it or something. The best play I could see the man doing is. I mean, you only have a 24-hour period in which they can attack. So if you get attacked at like 9 a.m., you know you're safe until 6 a.m. So you could that's when you could get your sleep and um, get good rest because you know they're not going to come for you. You set your alarm for you know midnight or something, get up to be ready. But if they attack at like 10 p.m. or even say let's 3 a.m. and you fend them off, you know that at 6 a.m. it's going to reset so we can come at you anytime. And so you kind of have to stay up or get only three hours of sleep before another seven-year-old sent for you. Um, so I, I think he would have to be strategic in that way, but I, I think lack of sleep is going to be the biggest problem for him. Because you don't think there's any way he could board himself up. Well, again, he so could. no one could get in. But you go... A week of sleep deprivation, a month, a year—you're—you're you're not even operating at the same mental capacity as a human anymore. You're—you're you're deranged. You're—you begin, you know, hallucinating. You begin paranoid. Yeah, but what if he doesn't get sleep deprivation? What if he gets his sleep? I, I don't—I don't see that happening. I—I see—I see, I see because I, how could you sleep comfortably knowing that someone could come and kill you anytime in your sleep? Because you can sleep comfortably knowing that yourself is barricaded good enough to where they can't. Until one one gets through and you wake up with a dagger at your throat and you have to either die or, you know, fend them off. And then your your entire psyche's rattled, you know. I just, I just think that 10 years is too long of a time. If, if you said, like, a month, easy. A year, okay, I, I could see a year. You could, you could fend them off for a year. But 10 years... I mean, 10 years ago, I was 12. <laughs> that was, what What was that, 2010? Yeah, but you think a seven-year-old could kill a man? Yeah, with a dagger? It's easy. Anyone can kill somebody with a dagger. Stagger to the throat, it's hard to come, come back from. And all it takes is one. So let me, let me do the math for, for it real quick. So if that's 10 years times... 365 days, oh, that was easy math, 3,650 3, <laughs> days of a seven-year-old coming at you. That's that's almost 4,000 seven-year-olds in a 10-year period. Say say the man beats a seven-year-old one out of a thousand times. That's still four, year, four, four seven-year-olds that are going to get through and, and get that lucky slip. Um, and just imagine... Even if they don't kill him, what if they cut him? What if they get he gets infected, or you know, multiple someone hits him with a club, um, things like that, and just over time his body just breaks down, and all it takes is one seven year old to finish it off. Um, Wait, but see, like I'm still thinking of like, could he use tactics tactics against them? So he's say like, he kills some of the seven year olds, and then like stakes their bodies around his place and, and like scares the other seven-year-olds off well but like, does the seven-year-olds have to attack or like 
they yeah, get punished yeah. or you know what I'm saying like well they, they don't have formal training but they're they're taught they're given their mission so say you tell the seven-year-old you know go kill this man or we're gonna kill your family something like that just to make sure that they go do it um, but what if they're not um I what think, if they're just I think, told I think, you, you can go kill this man and they, they can go choose they want to kill my god I think for the scenario you assume that they they go out to kill them you assume they're bloodlust yeah basically basically you, you have to assume that each seven-year-old is going to go out there to try to kill the man um how old were the people how old were the people in them 100 games uh they were in their teens so they were probably I think, I think between 13 and 18 oh, okay they're a little bit older than yeah, they were they were children who had well primrose i think was in the books um 13 years old that was the, the younger young... sister who oh. katniss volunteered as tribute for she was the who was the younger oh that was uh i know who you're talking about she was she was i think seven or eight yeah um, she's the one who like helped kill her yeah and then ended um, up dying i don't remember her name i don't either but she was the young african-american girl yeah yeah, I couldn't remember her name, though. I, I think she was seven or eight. She was really young. But she, like, I mean, she was thrown out there and had to kill people when she didn't. I don't think she did, did she? Um, I don't think she killed anybody. I don't remember. I think she just saved Katniss and then ended up getting hit by dagger or spear arrow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember it well enough to, to say what happened, but... Um... I think for this scenario, we're, we're just going to go on the basis that <laughs> they're going to go kill him. Because I don't think any seven-year-old naturally is just going to go do it. But I'm in this world that we're going to assume that they're, they're, they're going to want to kill him for whatever reason. Um, I, I think that, that, that just became my primary argument, though, for the seven-year-olds. Um, yeah, but if humans you, are good at adapting. So I feel like the psychological wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't matter. I feel like they, he would get good, good enough to adapt within a week or two. To the, overcome the, prob that. the problem with psychological things, though, is they build. So a lot of times humans can adapt to new environments, but when you your psyche is messed up, it's hard to adapt to that, and it, typically it just gets worse. It, you funnel into this psychotic person who seems deranged. Um, in movies and stuff, it's the kind of guy who's like. Hair's disheveled, like in zombie movies, where mm -hmm. he's freaking out, and you know you can tell he's sleep deprived. That that kind of person, he's on the edge. He becomes a conspiracy theorist. He thinks you know <laughs> all of these things, and is is very susceptible to being yeah. trapped or caught on an off day. Um, but again, if if you know even a hundred of those seven year olds are just able to hit him, not kill him, just hit him. You know that's gonna toll up on the body very quickly. You know, even a seven-year-old swinging a, a club into your leg, it's gonna hurt. Um, probably cause permanent damage that over ten years will accumulate to where maybe he can't walk anymore, uh, can't tend to his crops, so he goes hungry, things like that. Just until the point where he is an easy target for a seven-year-old. Um, I think that would probably be my primary argument because I, I I think to your point. He could probably just keep making traps and stuff or figure out some way to alert him. But, you know, he's out tending to his crops or tending to his livestock. And a seven-year-old just runs up and, as hard as they can, bashes his knees or something. That's going to pile up. Like, you can't you can't take that for ten years every single day. 
I don't know, to be honest. That's a hard scenario. I would I would be a lot. Sure, I'll go with a seven year old. I, I don't honestly don't, I don't know any argue points on this one. I'm just gonna have to go with a seven year old. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think this would be. I think it's already kind of hard just because you know. It is a full grown person who, can think of new ways to escape getting, caught by the seven year old. But when you factor in four thousand different occurrences, it, I think it just becomes, um, a game of numbers at that point. You know. Um, I think I think it would be far, far more difficult to argue maybe five years. At first, I thought we were talking about like once a year for ten years. Oh no no no! Yeah, once a day. Yeah. Well, that's just this is a stupid argument. Then, <laughs> <laughs> of course, a seven-year-old I think is going to win. Yeah, I I, I, I think I think you you open yourself up to too many opportunities, um, and I think if you. I think anything less than a year, the man's going to win just because I think you can focus yourself for one year just to get through it. But I think like maybe three to five years, that's a whole different argument. Um, I think it would be a lot closer because, I mean, body can break down in three years. You can go crazy in three years. But that only leaves you with just about a thousand chances. I mean, you get through a thousand seven-year-olds and you're done. Um, I think the odds sway far more to the middle of you know, what's going to happen. Um, I think in that situation, I go with a man. I think a man, the man can you live just switched? three years. Three years. Oh, three years. Yeah. Um, Ten years, I think the seven-year-old just has too many opportunities. Yeah. Um, I'm going anything over like a month. You don't think he could live a month? I don't want to be live a week. Really? Seven, maybe, seven year olds? Maybe a week. Um, yeah, I think I think he'd get a week pretty easily. I mean, just it's just a matter of timing, you know? Could you get a day? What do you mean a day? Do you think, do I think he could survive a day? Yeah, I think he could survive a day. <laughs> think so? That's one seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Um... I mean, I, I already argued that I think a full-grown man could take on 15, 12-year-olds, so I think one seven-year-old's easy. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think for me, three years is probably the mark where it's like 50-50, anything could happen. Anything more than three years, seven-year-olds get it. Anything less, I think the man would outlive it. Um but who knows? That's all. That's what this is about. Um, we don't have people to test this out for us. We don't have a division for that. <laughs> no. We have a space force, but we don't have a <laughs> space force. We don't have a face-off force. We have fire games. Well, that was also subject to someone's opinion. <laughs> Like, yeah, Katniss should have died. Let's be honest. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, really? You think so? Those dudes with the spears and stuff—they were sick as hell. There's no way they should have died. They were literally born for it, and somehow Arrow Girl wins. Eh. Wait, who was born for it? It was the uh, blonde-haired male and female. They were like jacked to the core, and oh. they armed themselves with, like big weapons. Oh, those are the ones who've won like multiple times, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, and then just 
before Katniss comes in. They they would have smashed that in a real. And 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 technically, two people should have never lived. <laughs> that beats the entire premise of the Hunger Games. Uh, they should have forced. Um, well, yeah, Peter but... and Katniss to k- kill one another. How? Okay, either kill yourself or we're going to send other people in to kill you. <laughs> like, That's what they did. They were going to kill themselves. Well, then there you go. Come <laughs> kill themselves. But then they, but then like, I think that just like goes against, again, but then it goes against the Hunger Games. Either well, they kill well, themselves so or like... you don't get a winner. And they had to have a winner. But the thing, the whole reason the Hunger Games existed was because the government was using it as a way to keep the districts suppressed. Mm-hmm. And when you let two people win, that's just a sign that your government's weak. Whereas if you're like, fuck it, we don't care. We won't feed anybody. Kill yourselves. That keeps the strong arm government that the Hunger Games is all about. Oh. I guess so you're right. I, I think the government should have just been like, screw it. We won't feed anybody. That, that would have been the kicker to keep them from killing themselves. If they sent them a message and said, if you kill yourself, no one gets fed, then they would have had to make a decision right then who's going to die. I wonder if, he, if he's alive <laughs> still. I wonder if he would yeah. sacrifice. Peter, Peter was simping hard. He, he, there's no way he's going to kill her. He, he, he would have he talked her into, is this the new face? <laughs> Whether he could have talked her into killing him. But yeah, I think he could have. Um, because all he would have had to say is, like, think of Prim, you know, think of the fact that I'm not going to kill you, and if you don't kill me right now, then no one gets to eat. And then she would have... <laughs> I think he would have tried to, but, I th- yeah, I think she would have won. He, he was he was too nice of a person to to do that. He, uh, he was simping hard. <laughs> so that was the downfall of the government. Yeah. First, the, first the, one. That was the first hint of rebellion. Now you know you can. There's boundaries you can push with them. Um, if they would have just shut that down immediately, then you would have known that there's no getting around it. You have to obey the government. So, um, hey, that's why. Hey, that's why they won. <laughs> government, yeah. government was too soft. That was a good movie, though. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was a good book. Did you read the books, bro? You should read the books. Well, so you know, no, I tried. I couldn't. You watch the movie first. Yeah, it ruins it, dude. It ruins it for you because, like, as I'm reading it, I'm like, I know it's gonna happen, so I'm like, I'm not interested. I'm not in I will, I will say the books are slightly different than the movies. They're, yeah, I've heard multiple people say the books are way better. The the, the the way the events played out mm-hmm. happened differently in the books than they do in the movies. Yeah, I've heard it's way better. Um, but I just yeah, it's a fantastic book series. But I tr- I tried reading them after watching the first movie. I tried reading the first book and it just I couldn't. Try it now. Now that you've had like years of without seeing the movie, you kind of know how it's gonna go, but you don't know the details as well, and let the book fill the details. In. I don't know if I can though. I think once once you get into it, you'll be you'll be hooked. I, I have a hard time reading anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, get an audible. Get your audiobook. Yeah, but I already use my audible book for like. Why well, I just keep getting richer, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, do you own the book? Huh? Yeah, once you use the Audible thing. No, I'm saying, do you own Hunger Games? No. Well, then you'd have to buy it anyway to read it. <laughs> or go to the public library. No. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> I, I don't think I will. <laughs> no. They're the only books I own are the Harry Potter ones. And I don't even I don't even know what half of those are. They're my, my, my closet in my mom's house somewhere. Every time I go to buy those books, because I love the book series, but every time I go to buy them, I'm just like, 
am I really about to drop $80 on the book series I've already read? I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so, Wait, you want to reread them or something? I would like to have them. I would probably reread them, uh, but... Well, I have them. Um, I don't know where they're all at, <laughs> but I have them. <laughs> I think we own Hunger Games somewhere, too, but that in the move from our old house to where they're at now, I, I couldn't even tell you where to start looking for those. Um, but I'm sure mom will hear the podcast, so she'll find it. <laughs> um, well, because, yeah, I mean, that's what, that was my childhood, bro. The Hunger Games? No, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. I got, my mom got me all the books. She went and found, I remember she told me that she had a hard time finding one of them, like a couple of them. She wanted all the hardbacks. So she got me all the hardbacks over a course of like two or three years. I had all those. And there was a time where I didn't have, uh, I didn't have cable TV in my room, mm-hmm. like a year or so. So all I was able to watch in there was like, you know, movies. And she got me the whole collection of the movies. So I would have, I would have those things on repeat. Yeah. I can like distinct, that's like the only movie, see any movie, like, a lot of my friends, especially comedy movies, you know, people can recite, like, phrases and stuff. I came with any movie besides Harry Potter. I can pretty much know anything about those movies. I, um, I remember I was probably in middle school. Most of the movies that come out, the only ones that were left to come out were the last two parts of Deathly Hollows. Um, but I would go to the library. I'd rent, I rented the first book, and I read it, and I was like, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I went home, and I asked if we could watch the movie. And so it became our tradition at the house that, we we would we blacked out all the windows, put blankets up and stuff, and we would rent the movie. Dude, and yeah, we, we'd, we'd watch so we'd watch one movie, and then I'd read the next book, and then mm. when I was finished with that, we'd come back, Dude, blanket blanket the lights out, watch the next movie. It was fantastic. Um, and then finally, I after, I, I, I wrapped it up. I read the final book, and then we went and saw the last two parts of the movies. Yeah, it was great. It's a great series. Yeah, I can't wait for that. You saw the I saw. Saw that group chat that come with the game. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> did you see? Oh, uh, it's good. Did you see the J.K. Rowling controversy? I did not. She, she, she's always in a controversy, though. Well, yeah, she she said some stuff. I think probably six months back that was transphobic, and so she got a lot of heat for it. But she just wrote another book, and in the book, the main character is a um, trans woman who uses her transsexualism to kill other women. And so people were pissed off that she, since she's transphobic, writing a story about a transsexual killing women. Um, so she's under. Wait, hold up. So it's a man who trans to a woman to a woman, but then kills other women. But yeah, he uses his his status as a woman to get closer to other women, I guess, and mm-hmm. then murders them. Um, so people were pissed off that a transphobic would write a story putting a trans person in bad light or making them out to be a murderer or something like that. So she was under hot water this week. So it's a murder mystery one then? I'm not sure. I I mean, I don't know anything outside of that. That's all I... I don't either. That's the snippet I got. So... I mean... I don't agree with it. But for for comedian's sake, it's not really a good topic. (laughs) A good plot. I mean, come on. I I don't think anyone had a problem with it if it wasn't her that wrote it. Since she already had the transphobic past. I mean, like, from the perspective of the killer, that's kind of smart. Well, I mean, come on. Silence of the Lambs, the main character or the main villain in that is Buffalo Bill. And he uses what he does. I mean, it's not the same thing. He he wants to be a transsexual. So he's a man who wants to become a woman. 
Um, he doesn't use that to lure women. He uses like, oh, my arms hurt. Can you help me get this couch in my van? And then she helps him and then he pushes her into the van. Yeah. But he's killing women, bigger women, cutting their skin off and fashioning a suit of female skin to put himself into so he can be a female. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one says anything about that? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Which, again, it's not the same thing. Since it's he's not, not, he's, not, I mean, it's he's not using his transsexualism to lure them in, but... He is a transsexual killing females to make skin out of them. So um, that's pretty gross. Have you seen that movie though? I have not, but I heard a lot of people say it's like crazy. That's a real good movie. Yeah, I heard it's crazy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Hopkins. I don't know if you know who that is. I've probably seen him in other movies, but he plays Hannibal Lecter. That is a fantastic performance by him. That's like mm-hmm. he is scary as shit. He actually his first wife divorced him because she couldn't not see Hannibal Lecter anymore. When that when they were together, no way. She she could only see his Hannibal Lecter personality when they were married, so she divorced him for it. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how fucking creepy the role is. He makes a awesome psychopath, <laughs> and he plays Hannibal in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, oh. and Hannibal's like this genius doc. He's a psychiatrist, a doctor that's uh, kills and eats people. He mm-hmm. eats their brains. But he's like smart as shit, and he's getting interviewed by this FBI cadet, and he's trying to play the mind games and stuff. It's a fantastic movie. It's great. So he also he eats people, but then also uses their skin. No, no, no. Hannibal Lecter doesn't use their skin. Hannibal Lecter is trying to help the FBI agent solve who's collecting the skins. Uh-huh. But he himself is trying to jockey for a position to get himself a better. Um, cell because he's trapped in basically a brick cell um, so he's trying to play the mind games with Clarice is her name um, to get himself into a better um, prison um, but at the same time only giving her enough information to keep her trail going so um, he knows who it is yeah he knows who it is almost immediately and he's trying to how? help her does it say how he's just a genius he, he, oh. what he does he gets he was, he read her case file and basically from his case file, he puts it together and almost figures it out. But he doesn't tell her. He, he gives her pieces of information as like a tool to get himself. It's fantastic. But, so he was already put in jail for cannibalism? Yeah, he, he, murdered, he murdered a bunch of people and he would eat their brains. Um, I highly recommend it. It's a fantastic movie. It's like a psychological thriller. It's, yeah, isn't it older? Um, like in the 80s? No, I think it's 90s. Um, it, it doesn't hurt the quality of the film. You know who Jodie Foster is? I've heard the name, but no. I can't, she I can't she plays the, the FBI cadet. I don't know the name of the guy who plays Buffalo Bill. Because um, that's like, that's the only problem with movies with the quality. Yeah. Because the content could be great, but I have like, it's a stigma. It's, for me, it's a stigma. If it's an older movie and the quality just isn't good, it just doesn't visually connect with me. I will be honest that you can tell it was made in the 90s just from the camera quality, mm-hmm. but it's not like a cheesy 80s or 90s movie where it's kind of like I, I consider a lot of the 80s and 90s movies cheesy when they yeah. you know you get the stereo, like stereotypical hard asses or this you know like how is it compared to like like um, Freddy Krueger like M1 Night Street or what's it called I haven't, Night, seen, I, I haven't seen that oh you haven't seen that like, yeah. I think that's like bad um, some people might not think it's good but like it's, it's just like a, it's just you know 80, 90s you ever seen Back to the Future I've seen clips but no I would say it's probably the same camera quality as Back to the Future that's also a little bit older. Yeah. I mean, it's just a little grainy, but um, the scenes and, and the dialogue and everything else is fantastic. Um, 
I would, I'll be honest, I probably won't watch my own now. Oh, We'd have to like watch it, in, like, <laughs> you know, as like a condo thing or something. Yeah, I, I would, would just watch it in my free time. I watched it with uh, Jordan not too long ago. Um, she liked it too, so. Yeah, I'm always down to watch it. It's a fantastic movie. So, um, but now that we're way off the topic of where we were at, wait, no, we ain't leaving, we ain't leaving this topic. Harry Potter, great. Also, yeah, you ever watch The Hobbit? Because I've watched that. Or no. Lord of the Rings? No, I haven't watched those either. No. Oh, those are good. I th- I think I would really like Lord of the Rings. I just haven't. I just know it's a huge time commitment, and I just haven't put yeah. put the hours into it. Um, because I think each movie is like three hours long, so it's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, but I like long movies. Long movies are great. I'm, I'm, well, I'm fine with the long movies. That's fine. But for me, it's like I never feel like I have enough time to sit down and watch them unless I plan to watch it. Mm, so yeah. it's like I'm never going to be on a random day just like, oh, let's plug this in because I, I stress myself out about how long it is. But nowadays, it, yeah. yeah if, if, but if I planned it like next week, Monday, I'm starting it at 3 p.m. I would probably watch it. I just haven't done it. Um, I feel like that's too much. Well, like, I think it depends, though, because some movies, if it's like three hours, I couldn't do it. Because some movies are just aren't meant well, for that. But then some are like, they keep you into it. Infinity Ooh. War was three hours. Yeah, uh, great. I was, I was into that the yeah. whole time. Um, but. Um, some movies are just not meant for three hours. Yeah. I, I love Game of Thrones. So I was told if I love Game of Thrones, I love Lord of the Rings. I don't know how true that is. I don't know either. But I, I, I'm definitely interested to see it. It's not like yeah, it's not like Star Wars. I, I will never watch Star Wars. Well, I told I just, you like Game of Thrones. You like The Witch. You're gonna watch this. So, well, <laughs> well, you you were on your phone during it. Yeah. <laughs> Something good on that because The Witch is freaking fantastic. Henry Cavill. If you haven't seen The Witcher, It's great. It's great. It's like Game of Thrones. You like The Witcher. <laughs> it's great. But anyway, I kind of wish they made more Harry Potter movies. To be honest, the problem with The Witcher though is I watched game. I I, I, w- I watched the games and played the games long before the movie came out, mm-hmm. and I just wasn't into them. So it, it just had a hard time for me to suck myself into that world again. So well, I never played the games or um, read the books or anything. So I just they play really good. I just don't like the story of them. They're just kind of just went straight into the show. Yeah. Um. I also watched Tristan play a lot of The Witcher, so <laughs> um, I already felt like I knew it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you get that. And I, I think Star Wars is the only thing I, I can pretty much guarantee I'll never watch, just because it's like I, I've sat through parts of it and I just get absolutely bored out of my mind. Like the acting, I feel like is cheesy. The story is just. I'm not watching enough of it to get hooked into the story. It's just like, eh, I probably won't watch it. It's good. I think Harry Potter is way better. Yeah, well. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Harry Potter is probably one of the best movie series of all time. Um, people might, are, might disagree with you about Avengers on that. Um, I mean, you can try. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I think Harry Potter's better than the Harry Potter has a much better story than the Avengers. I think Avengers might be second, though. Like, um, the MCU? Would, you, would MCU be a series? I wouldn't consider that a series. I would consider each movie, like Iron Man 1, 2, 3, to be a series. Whereas really? the whole MCU, I don't consider it to be one long series. Um, it is, though, isn't it? I mean, they're all interconnected, and they all lead to the final 
conclusion, but each movie or each set of movies has their own different feel to it. Like Captain America movies are have a different feel than the Iron Man movies, which have a different feel than um, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So um, I don't, I wouldn't consider the entire MCU to be a series. What do you think is the most profitable movie series? Like, which one's made the most money? Probably Star Wars. I would think that would have made more money than anything. But again, I just can't get into Star Wars. Um, they can they consider the MCU as a movie series. Well, they can, but I don't. <laughs> they uh, they say its worldwide gross is eighteen billion. Yeah. Star um, Wars is second with nine billion. Oh, okay. So Star Wars is second with nine point three billion, but then Harry Potter is third with nine point two billion. That's so it's, close. it's right there, yeah. Um, and if you break the MCU up in, into their different categories, such as Iron Man, Captain America, then Harry Potter would be a, the second. Harry Potter has like the least amount, though, doesn't it? It has seven. Seven. No. no. Eight. Oh wait, I wonder if they're considering the new ones as part of that. Star Wars? They are. They're considering the Fantastic Beast series part of Harry Potter. Oh. So they have the same as Star Wars, don't they? Because Star Wars has nine, I think, right? I don't I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I think Star Wars has nine or ten. Harry Potter had and seven Harry books. Potter has, but the last book was split into two Harry movies, Potter so also has movies. nine or ten. So eight. Star Wars and Harry Potter are the same. No, they have, they have The Harry nine. Potter franchise has eight. Yeah, but they're considering Fantastic Beasts as Harry Potter. Well, that would be ten, because there's yeah, two so, Fantastic Beasts. So I, and I think Star Wars has nine. Okay, well. But then MCU has so many that it's yeah. not even... I think MCU's got over 20. You, can you guess what the fourth one is? I would have never guessed this one. Um, the only thing I can think of is Jurassic Park. James Bond. Oh. See, see, the problem with that, though, is it's just the amount of movies James Bond has had, too, is fairly high. Especially if you consider the old ones and the new ones, all the different James Bonds they've had. Yeah, it says it started back in nineteen sixty three. Yeah, see that I don't, I don't consider all that to be one series. Franchise, yes, they're all in the same franchise, but series is right. Let me, let me. These are franchises. Yeah. the list is franchise. Yeah, you MC, are correct. MCU would be under the same franchise, but These are the it's ten, not the same series. The article name is ten highest grossing movie franchises okay, of yeah. all time. That makes sense. Um, so, so Star Wars. My apologies. Would, so would the Star Wars count the Mandalorian as well? Um, I wonder where it says it. I don't, uh, I don't know how you would calculate how much that's gross since it's a streaming service. It doesn't say in the quick description. Maybe they're only counting movies. Maybe. Um, Lord of the Rings is fifth though. Sixth. You can guess sixth. Um, I can't even think of franchises right now okay i'll also list them all because they're interesting six is x-men um and then seven is fast and furious oh. <laughs> they've had like eight movies too i'm surprised yeah they're not higher. um eighth is jurassic park i know it's on there somewhere i think um, they only had what three movies uh, so i think they had jurassic park one and two and then jurassic world I think they made one more Jurassic World, so four, four or five. Five. Yeah. They have five. It says, it says out of the top ten, they have the fewest number of movies. Um, but then number nine is DC Universe. 
Um, so I guess like this, you know, DC universe. Well, that yeah, that would be just or the Justice League and the ben, Suicide ben, Squad ben and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the tenth is Spider Man. Does that count Tobey Maguire and... Yeah, it, that's all Spider-Mans. You including Tom Holland? Yes. Because Tom Holland's in the MCU, so it's double-dipping. It is double-dipping, but that's really how it is. Because it does, it does say back starting with 2002 Spider-Man and then going to all the way to Tom Holland's Spider-Man is what it says. Weird. Yeah. Spider-Man's the highest grossing superhero. Yeah, I guess he is. AKA, he's had the most movies. <laughs> yeah, he has, hasn't he? Yeah. Almost three with each Spider Man. Why is he? Well, no one. No, Batman has the most. Yeah, Batman has the most. Batman has like over 10, like 10 or more. But I mean, okay. I don't. Yeah, it's, yeah, Batman has 10 or more, I'm pretty sure. Because he has like. He has a trilogy, and then he has. I think he has like. That's the best superhero series of all time. They have, yeah, the it Dark, is. The Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Holy Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy is the best. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I don't I, know. Superhero trilogy or superhero series, the Dark Knight is Dude, unparalleled. The new Spider-Man series is pretty good. The Dark Knight is far and away better. Iron Man's pretty Tom, good too. The Tom Holland. Iron Man's pretty good too, though. I know he's good, but like, we're on another level here. Those may be A tier, but it's the Dark Knight series. Is okay, S it is. Plus. It is. It is. It is. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. I mean, Heath Ledger's Joker, yeah, right. Tom Hardy's Bane. And dude, every time I think of Joker, I think of the part where he's. I guess it's in the very beginning of one of the movies, the second one, when he's talking. He's in that cafeteria with all of them. I think it's cafeteria, and he gets the pencil and he stabs yeah. the guy's eye through it. Oh, it makes me cringe every time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He's Ledger. He's Ledger. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole different conversation about how well he played the Joker, but I think that's universally agreed on, so. Um, it is universally agreed on that he he's still the best Joker, isn't he? Or is he, like, what, is he, like... No, far and away the best Joker there ever was. Yeah, but and, and Joaquin the, Phoenix is, like, second, though, right? Like, pretty... Yeah. Yeah, he's... I, I think so. As you, some people would debate that the... Um, I think Mark Hamill played the Joker. No, I don't know. I don't know. There, there was there was Mark a guy. Mark Hamill, like from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I, I don't remember really? who it was, but there was an older Joker um, that a lot of people still like. I never mm. saw it, so I can't. Yeah, I, I can't say. Yeah, I saw Heath Ledger as the first Joker. But Joaquin Phoenix played a good Joker. Yeah, it was yeah. a different Joker, but it was a different Joker. Yeah. Um, it was still good. Yeah, I can't find this movie series. Everything I'm looking, everything I'm coming up on Google is all like franchises and stuff. Um, I'm not having any luck with like just series. Um, Avatar has yeah, it was Mark Hamill. It was he plays Joker. Yeah, really. People say he is a uh, a good contender for number two best Joker. I haven't seen it, so I can't. The yeah. only Jokers I've seen were what um, Heath Ledger, Walking Phoenix, and what's the one from Suicide Squad? I can't think of his name. Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Those I think the only three I've seen. Uh, that's the only thing I've seen as well. Um, yeah, that's Mark Hamill played a cartoon Joker. Um, he just voiced him, um, and it was in the 1992 series Batman the Animated Series. Um, 
Yeah, I think Batman has the. I have, I've had, I have heard that Joker's laugh. It's a pretty good laugh, um, but overall, Heath Ledger's character just was far beyond what they asked of him. Um, yeah, it was really good. So, but he can be a suit right? Because of it. Uh, yeah. Why? I think a drug overdose. He oh, drug overdose. Well, he also couldn't get out of character. He he went too far into character, basically, and and couldn't escape it. Um, because there's like stories of him when he was preparing for the Dark Knight, he would rent a hotel and he would lock himself in the hotel for days on end, wouldn't let himself leave, basically tortured himself just to get that psychotic mindset. Um, and then after the movie was done, he just couldn't get out of it. He just spiraled out. So that's crazy. Yeah. But um, anywho, <laughs> I. Uh, I think most of this Face Off Friday has been movie debates, but I'm, I'm here for it. I am too, to be honest. <laughs> I could talk forever about cinema, um, especially the ones I've seen. So I think that'll be all for this one. Uh, I think um, I don't think we ever reached a good conclusion for our Face Off, but you know, we had a good time. We had a good conversation. Yeah. I really don't know about you, but I think next next week we should do a Face Off on TV shows okay. that we were talking about earlier. I'm here for it. Just like the best TV show, the best the best TV show from I don't know if that's really a face is that a face off? Could it be still be face off? Yeah, we we like, have we have done a TV show episode um, a while back, but not in a face off format. So and that would but that was just like favorite TV show. Yeah, but this is like TV shows from our childhood. Yeah, so it'd be like yeah old cartoons, old cartoons and like yeah. Disney and Nickelodeon TV shows and like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, in the meantime, have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday, and thanks for listening. Thank you.